Hello, my friend, you're listening to the Sort Yourself Out podcast. This week, we're discussing how to get unstuck. How can we release the negative emotions and situations that are holding us back? I'm your host, Janine Hunt, natural health therapist for over 30 years, hypnotherapist, lifelong student and spiritual seeker. I like to seek out the most effective practices and techniques that provide the greatest bang for my buck and the fastest route to freedom from whatever is holding us back. I can't wait to share with you these powerful techniques so that you too can sort yourself out, know deeper meaning in your life, and best of all, a sense of inner peace. So let's get started. Well, hello there, and thank you so much for joining me today. We are going to jump right into a topic that concerns pretty much everyone. (laughs) We all have moments when we feel totally stuck. Sometimes it's an emotion that we just cannot get past. Sometimes it's a situation that we just can't seem to get out of. And other times we find ourselves in a deep pattern or with a habit that just keeps rearing its ugly head, preventing us from making those breakthroughs to greater success or well-being. Sometimes we get stuck in a cycle of blame and guilt where we're totally unwilling to forgive people who have hurt us. Now, we all think that we're punishing the other person by withholding forgiveness, but really, we are just binding ourselves to them energetically and karmically. We're punishing ourselves and, in the process, taking down our energy vibration. Because when you indulge in emotions like blame and guilt and shame and regret, You are lowering your vibration to the lowest levels of consciousness in the realm of human experience. And this, my friend, as you might guess, does not lead you to well-being. These are the kind of toxic emotions that manifest as illness in the physical body. So to that, I say no thank you. Okay, we do not want to be indulging in those kinds of emotions. So today we're going to look at a number of practical ways to help you clear out the toxic emotions and to ditch the self-sabotage and get out of our own way and really to clear the path for success. Now that sounds good to me. So let's dive right in. First things first, We need to be aware of where we are stuck. Now, some issues will be painfully obvious to us. They're at the forefront of our minds. We know what they are. They're banging away at us the whole time. They're problems that are really right there in the forefront of our consciousness. Other things will be problems that are operating subconsciously. So we need to bring these things into our conscious awareness because these are some of the major ways that we sabotage our success and health and well-being and happiness. 
These are the unconscious patterns and beliefs and blockages that are really holding us back. So we need to become aware of what these are. So how do we do that? Well, for me, meditation and mindfulness are really great ways to reveal our subconscious thoughts and motivations and patterns to our conscious mind. Because when you're meditating, you are sitting there watching all of these thoughts go by and you're trying not to get caught up in them, but it gives you a really good opportunity to see what's going on betwixt your ears. (laughs) So it can be hard sitting there meditating. I know when I first did it, I was appalled at what I discovered going on in there. So it can be a tricky thing to do in meditation, but it's a fantastic way to learn what's going on in there. And mindfulness as well is really helpful because with mindfulness, what you're doing is you are learning to live in the present moment. And so that means that firstly, you have to catch yourself when you start going off on one though. Many of us were spending all days in our minds caught up in our self-talk. And this is just that stream of consciousness that is babbling away the whole time. And generally, it's not doing us much good. Again, you'll be pretty appalled when you start discovering and catching yourself in those moments. So what you want to do is through mindfulness, eliminate as many of those opportunities for self-talk as possible. And eventually you choose what you've got going in there. We're going to get onto that in a second though. But so in mindfulness, you're living in the present moment. You're not fretting about the past. You're not projecting into the future with all sorts of worries about what could be happening. So you end up living in the present moment and the present moment is your only point of power. There only is now. And so you can then be in a position to manage your thoughts, to learn what's going on there, and also to act very well here and now in the present. Okay, so look into meditation and mindfulness. I discuss these in a lot of my podcasts. So go back and look through the episodes. So I'm going to tell you a story about a friend of mine. We were talking recently And she has been doing really well in her life lately. Everything's going her way. She's feeling contented. Things are going well for her in a business sense. She's embarking on this really new opportunity that's working out really well for her. And then the other day, she told me that she became aware of this feeling. It just kind of engulfed her, this feeling of being depressed and melancholic And it was for no apparent reason, because things were going well. And so she decided to think about this, and she was just wondering why this came up now and where it came from. So she looked back at her life, and she realized that she had felt this feeling before, and she recognized a pattern where she realized that it was always when she was on the brink of big success that she would start feeling this way. She would then allow herself to sink into this melancholy and she would never attain that success that she was so close to achieving. 
So this was how she was sabotaging herself. And she recognized this as, as having happened again and again in her life. So this time, with this awareness, she can be vigilant. She's recognized it. And also, really interestingly, I really liked this approach she took. She has reframed this melancholy as a sign that she is on the verge of great success. Isn't that neat? I love that turnaround. She's making it work for her. She's not letting herself sink into it. She can be much more aware of it and not let it destroy her chances of success. So we need to be aware. We need a little self-analysis about what's going on in our lives. Now, I'm not talking about narcissist, narcissistic navel-gazing, <laughs> but an ability to step back and look at your situation or your emotional state objectively. And again, meditation and mindfulness are fantastic for this, okay? So do start those if you haven't already. Now, my friend did not stop there. She's also using emotional freedom technique, known as EFT and tapping, to tap away at these issues, to really shift that energy and get unstuck. So she's working using EFT on freeing herself of the, the limiting beliefs she's got about her own path to success, about her emotional hangups that are getting in the way. And she's also using EFT to reinforce new beliefs about her potential and her success. So this is really important, okay? And it leads us to the next, the next tip. We need to reprogram our minds for success. So we become aware of what the blockages are and what's holding us back and what the limitations are, and we free ourselves from them. And then we reprogram our minds with things that actually help us out and that take us closer to achieving our goals and to feeling better within ourselves and to achieving success. So some of the ways that we can reprogram our minds are using affirmations where we repeat a positive statement over and over and over again. This is like literally brainwashing ourselves. Rather than the negative self-talk that's always going on in there saying, oh, you're no good, you'll never amount to anything, you can't do that, what makes you think you deserve, blah, blah, blah. We repeat a positive statement over and over. We can do it while we're walking the dog and doing the dishes and while we're driving, Okay, there are all sorts of ways uh, that you can do this, but it's got to be a positive statement and repetition is key. You can also use visualization where you use your imagination to replay movies like mental movies in your mind where you are seeing the outcomes and results that you want, okay, as if they've already happened. You can use self-hypnosis, and EFT is great for both clearing and reprogramming. So have a look at some of these ways and figure out which ones you're going to use. Don't try and do everything at once, 
pick one or two things, say affirmations and visualization are a good combo, or maybe you do a self-hypnosis session every day, whatever. Figure out some that appeal to you and apply them in your life every day, and preferably for a few weeks. Habits don't change overnight. You spent years, perhaps a lifetime, indulging in the habits that have got you to where you are today. So they're not going to shift immediately. But you'll be surprised, especially with things like EFT, you can make really rapid shifts in your consciousness and in your ability to let go of what is holding you back. So you could go back and listen to my first five episodes where I talk all about the three phases of transformation. And these three phases are one, you raise your awareness. Two, you liberate yourself of all of your hangups and the crap that's holding you back. And three, you reprogram your mind with what serves you. So go back and have a listen to those. Once again, I, this is what I talk about throughout this whole podcast. It's all about sorting yourself out. So have a look around. There are loads of ways that you can help yourself. I'm always talking about practices and techniques and tools to help you free yourself and move forward, okay, to get unstuck. So here's a really good way that you can help yourself when you're feeling really frustrated with your circumstances and maybe allowing a little victimhood to creep in, okay? You know, where you're blaming your circumstances for your bad feelings. So in this practice, I want you to imagine that your circumstances, that that situation is never going to change. You're just stuck with it, right? So therefore, you have no alternative but to change your attitude. So what kind of qualities do you need to bring in to feel better in that situation? Maybe you need to develop a different attitude where you're more reflective or more loving or more creative or more dynamic. Maybe you need to be more supportive of someone else. Maybe you need to be more of a leader. Maybe you need to be more of a helpful follower to someone else. What you need to do is look at what kind of attitude you need to bring into this situation. And it is this fresh energy, this new attitude that will shift your frustration and possibly with that, even change the circumstances. So look at your attitudes, how you're going to change that. Okay, and speaking of shifts, here is another great way that you can help yourself to get unstuck. And this is using a process of self-examination developed by a woman named Byron Katie. Now, she has a really interesting story. Beginning in her early 30s, Katie was so depressed and stuck in self-loathing that she was often unable to get out of bed for days or even weeks at a time. And then one morning, she had a sudden moment of life-changing insight when she saw that her suffering came from her thoughts about her situation, such as, my life is horrible and I don't deserve happiness, and not from the situation itself. 
she realized a simple truth. When she believed her thoughts, she suffered. And when she didn't, she was happy. So out of this insight, she developed a process of self-inquiry, which she now calls the work. And it involves asking four simple questions about each belief we hold that causes us pain. Question number one, is it true? Number two, can you absolutely know that it's true? Number three, how do you react when you believe that thought? And number four, who would you be without the thought? So after answering these questions, you're asked to come up with a turnaround, a sentence expressing the opposite of what one believes. So for instance, he doesn't understand me could become, I don't understand him, or I don't understand myself. So here's an example of the work in action. I've taken this from Byron Katie's website. So in this is a story about a client named Corey who went to a therapist and he was consumed with hurt and rage. Two years previously, his partner Lyle, whom Corey said was the love of his life, abruptly moved out of their apartment and disappeared while Corey was at work. In the following days, Corey discovered that Lyle had been involved with Lyle's best friend for more than a year and that the two had left town together. So Corey subsequently spent most of his waking hours so preoccupied with angry and vengeful thoughts that his life came to a standstill. He wanted to let go but he felt completely stuck. So after trying a number of methods with his therapist, the therapist finally guided him to try the work by Byron Katie. So they applied this process to Corey's belief that in order for me to be happy, I need Lyle to admit he hurt and betrayed me and I need him to offer apologies and restitution. So this is a summary of their discussion doing the work together. So he's applying these four questions. So the therapist says, is this idea true? Corey, yes. Therapist, can you absolutely know that it's true? Corey, well, no, I can't really know what would happen if he ever did actually come clean with me. Maybe I'd be happier. Maybe I wouldn't feel any different than I do right now. I'm not much of an expert on how to be happy. Therapist, how do you react when you believe that thought? Corey, I feel heavy, bitter, weighed down. I feel vengeful and I feel helpless because he has to do something in order for me to be happy and he isn't doing it. Therapist, who would you be without the thought? Corey, I'd feel a lot lighter and happier, that's for sure. Lyle would finally really be gone from my life. When I think about him all the time, it's like he's still with me every day. Therapist. Okay, now turn the thought around into its opposite. Corey. The first thing that occurs to me is that I don't need anything from Lyle in order to be happy. It's believing that I do that is keeping me unhappy. So as they talked further, another turnaround occurred to him. I need to admit that I'm hurting myself every time I ruminate about him. 
And instead of waiting for him to apologize, maybe I need to apologize to myself for what I'm doing to me, Corey said. So in the weeks that followed, Corey asked these four questions every time he found himself ruminating about Lyle and was really gratified that his destructive preoccupation gradually melted away. So that is a really interesting way and a really good example of how applying these questions to your life can get you unstuck and create that shift and allow you to really turn things around and release those negative emotions like this is breakthrough work. So on that note, I am going to wrap this up now. But I just want to remind you that sorting yourself out is an ongoing process. Getting unstuck is the work of a lifetime. As you sort yourself out and clear one issue, another issue will rise to the surface for clearing. But I don't want you to be disheartened by this idea because you will always be dealing with the issue from a higher level of consciousness with more skill and wisdom because of all the work that you have done in the past clearing the previous issues that arose. So one more little tip. Try to see everything as energy. Be fluid and open to ideas and allow thought energy to move through you rather than creating rigid, fixed beliefs about things. Now, you may have heard that truth is absolute. And in one sense, it is. But in the human sense, truth is relative, and it's based on various levels of consciousness. For example, the truth of someone with a tribal worldview that is relatively small and tightly focused on their little group is very different to someone with a global viewpoint. Both are accurate for that phase of development and situation. And we can see this in our own lives. We can see this in operation with hindsight as we grow and advance. What was true for us at one stage is a limitation at a later and more advanced stage. So a massive part of getting unstuck is letting go. So be open-minded. Don't judge info based on what you know now, as that will shift and change and develop with time. So see things as energy and try to be open-minded and fluid. Okay, my friend, I am going to leave it there for today. I really hope you found this helpful and like you've got some tools and techniques to get some shifts happening. So I have a free guided meditation that can help you do just that. You can download it and listen to help you get unstuck and to release all of the blockages and limiting beliefs that are holding you back. It's called the Quantum Liberation Spa. And this is where we cleanse old stuck energies and outmoded beliefs from all levels of your being. And get this, we restore the divine blueprint of optimal function, balance, harmony, and wholeness. 
Nice. (laughs) And we even create a powerful anchor that you can use to access a heightened state of well-being that we'll be creating within the Quantum Liberation Spa experience. And you can access that whenever and wherever you want. So I want you to download this free guided meditation and put aside 20 minutes of me time, all right, so that you can refresh and rejuvenate at the Quantum Liberation Spa. I'll put a link to this in the show notes, or you can get it at theinspirationcloud.com slash S-Y-O-31. And those are the digits, three, one. Now, if you're interested in learning more deeply about all of the fascinating topics and practices to take you further on your spiritual path and to amplify your well-being and your positive impact in the world, why don't you sign up to the waitlist for my upcoming Inner Circle membership? In this monthly membership, I'll be offering my most powerful top-down techniques to sort yourself out, to free yourself of your hang-ups and blockages, to take charge of your mind, and to nourish your soul. There'll be all of the things that I teach in this podcast, all of the practices, tools, and techniques that I love. There'll be mini-courses, hypnosis sessions, guided meditations, tapping videos, neuro-linguistic programming techniques, mindfulness training, the ageless wisdom teachings, and loads more so that wherever you are on your path to greater well-being, you can start right there where you are and then take the next step when you're ready. You'll have the tools, practices, and techniques you need to not just heal your life, but to make it more meaningful, fulfilling, peaceful, and beautiful. Woohoo! So if you're ready to transform your well-being and would like to be kept informed, go on over to theinspirationcloud.com slash membership to get on the wait list and I'll keep you in the loop. Okay, that's all for today. Thank you so much for listening and spending your time with me. I really do appreciate it. So take care and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I really hope you found it helpful and full of uplifting ideas that you can put into practice in your life. And if you have, chances are your friends and family will too. So please share it with them on social media. You'll be helping them to sort themselves out because I bet you think they need it, right? But seriously, you'll also be doing me a huge favor and I will be eternally grateful for your generosity. It would also be lovely if you would leave me a review on iTunes. Preferably a nice one, please. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast while you're there. If you have any questions or would like me to address a certain topic, I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at info at theinspirationcloud.com. Have a good one, folks. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week.